Welcome to Shady Pines, an Afterthought Media podcast on which gay men discuss the Golden Girls. Today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 13, titled The Stan Who Came to Dinner. <laughs> First, from show business, please say hello to Adam Salandra. Hello, Adam Salandra. Hi, Joe. Have uh, I don't know why I said have. Thank you for having me is what I was trying to say, yeah. but off to a great start. Good. Yeah, and, and uh, <laughs> you know, a, a Stan episode is always, we stand a Stan episode. I don't we know do. You know. Yeah. Well, ex- we'll get into it. Yeah. Oh, really? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very, mm-hmm. very interesting. Uh, you doing well? I am. Thank you. You know, especially for a Monday, I'm here. I'm queer. I get used to it. Can you tap your microphone? Oh, wow. She's nothing like uh, she's start profe- of the show. Yeah, she's, pro- she's professional fish. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look. You can always be edited out. I I don't know. You know what? Oh, never mind. <laughs> I don't know why, but then here's the other thing too. I like how you pretend like we have to get to the Golden Girls conversation. I can't, yeah, right. I can't go on a tangent. Anyway, that would never happen. And from the podcast pod is my co-pilot, which just even though this is airing much later, just made its triumphant return back to back to the um, the podcasting scene. They were on hiatus for a while. Adam Salandra, Mister oh. Taylor. The Latte Boy. Hello, Taylor the Latte Boy. Hello, boys. How are you doing? Oh, wow. Came in guns a-blazing. <laughs> yeah. You have ruined the theme song to the Golden Girls for me, by the way, oh, because I can't that. watch the show now without hearing the ver- the Shady Pines version of the Golden yeah. Girls theme. Well, you know what's so. so funny? I feel Shady Pines is ruined because of Shady Pines. And that they mentioned Shady <laughs> Pines, I think, on this episode. Is there a next episode? And I go, mm-hmm. how do they know about our podcast? I'm like, what are they talking about? Because uh, they don't really, they haven't mentioned it so much so far. Yeah, they explained what it was in yeah. that, I guess it's the next episode. But Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, we'll talk about that next week. But Taylor, how have you been? How, what's going on with you? How are you living now in this uh, world that's post-former uh, president? Like, how is, How are things going with you? Things are going really good. I had a really good day today for oh, a Monday. Really? It was I, I had some really good sessions with clients and I went for a walk. I got to have lunch with a friend of mine who I haven't seen in a year. She just started back with uh, the company that I work for. So I'm I'm doing all sorts of I just had a really good productive day. Got to talk to a friend, a friend of mine and an apparent in his diseased mind nemesis of Joe mm-hmm. for about 45 minutes today while I was, while I was walking. Mm-hmm. I believe so. it's, if, I'm assuming it's the person that is uh, the former holder of Adam Salandra's seat. Uh... No. Oh, it wasn't. No, not oh. at all. No, it was. Uh, do you want me to say who it was? Yeah, I don't care. It was Brian Gregory. Oh, formerly of the game. 
guys. Oh. <laughs> anyway, he hates me. I so love much. Essentially, talking in riddles for about yeah, 10 yeah, minutes, yeah. He hates me. Picking up crumbs. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, look, Adam. This is why you have to get. You have to really start absorbing the afterthought. You know, oh, uh, it's yeah. it's soaking in. That was one of the great things about having Dita on, who is an afterthought vet, right? That's cool. And uh, I, I have a story about that. I'll tell you in a second, though. Uh, because I didn't have to explain, like, because I, I, before the show, pre-show, I said, listen, I don't know if you feel comfortable or not, because I know she's originally a Chicago queen, but we're going to be talking about Soju and all that drama. And she goes, oh, I know you hate Soju. And I go, yeah, I do. The other thing, too, I go, like, Dita, I know you're a giant Golden Girls fan. What do you think of uh, Shady Pines? And she's like, oh, uh, my boyfriend and I listened to a couple of episodes in the beginning. And <laughs> and I was doing that. Well, you know, it's changed now, blah, 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 blah. And then you could tell she was just like. She was like, I said, I'm done. I, yeah. I tried. <laughs> it didn't work out. This will be the end of this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speak, speaking of here, we have Adam Salandra, superstar, afterthought media, burgeoning superstar. Adam, what, what have you been up to? What is going on? How has your world been? We haven't spoken since inauguration of our new president. Mm. Is that true? Um, yeah, it is true. And I've, I... It feels good. You know, you really don't hear about Trump anymore for, for the most compared to how it would be like every hour. There'd be a new mm-hmm. news story. Mm-hmm. It's very exciting. A lot of hope in the news mixed in with all the yeah. disaster. No, you know, it's regular politics. I don't know if Taylor wants to weigh in here, but the reason I bring this up is this morning I, I got like a second wave of emotion. You know, I opened up the news and there was sort of that still that like uh, knee jerk reaction, that conditioned response. Pavlovian, if you will, at uh, Taylor. Where I mm-hmm. was like waiting to open up and go like, like oh shit, what the fuck did he do now, right? Mm-hmm. And just to open it and it be normal, you know, um, I got like super emotional. Like I was like, oh wait, this is not. There's there's hope again, you know. We're not on the verge of apocalypse. Yeah, at any given moment. Apocalypse. Yeah, and yeah, so, just cleaning up the, the mess that was. Yeah, which is- and look. We still Great. have issues. We still have things going on. But at least it's like in the realm of normal. It's not like he went on a tweet storm at 633 and wanted to try and buy Iceland, you know? So yeah. um, so it, it just feels so good. I'm sure the Republicans are like – there's probably a Republican version of this show and they're like <laughs> – Like before we get into the Golden Girls talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I miss Trump. <laughs> yeah. I miss I miss Trump so I much. I think it would be a golden it would be like a home improvement recap show. One hundred percent. Or like Duck Dynasty or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But 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 uh, but Tayling, no now have you been no Adam, he's been listening to Drag Race Recap. Have you been listening to some of Adam Salandra's, you know, Shady Pines <laughs> episodes, Taylor? I have not gotten to them yet. I am oh. months behind on all of my shows and I am looking forward to listening to, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting there. Uh-huh. Um, I actually right just now? listened. To, I just listened to the first episode of the first season redo with Jay Ellis, <gasps> uh, which was from the late September. That's how far behind I am at everything. 
Oh so, yeah. my god! I'm really far behind, but I'm really looking forward to it because I really genuinely enjoy Adam. When we've taped a couple of episodes, and I enjoyed it, so I'm enjoying. I'm going to enjoy hearing him with other people in the future. Do you do you follow here on uh, Instagram? I do, I do. We fo- I think we follow each other now on Instagram. We sure do. Adam mm-hmm. is he? I love his Instagram, but but, it, but he's prone. Like one day in like July or something last year, last March. He took about a thousand pictures somewhere, and he's mm-hmm. been slowly meeting them out. Kind of like when Tupac, they had all those Tupac songs, mm-hmm. and like because there was some sort of like cutesy picture with him and his fiance. They were my engagement photos. So they were, <laughs> yeah, so that's actually correct. We had a literal photo shoot um, to announce our marriage that was canceled because mm-hmm. of the the pandemic. No, postponed. Ta- Taylor, you're married. What advice do yeah. you have? For we were talking about this in a recent episode. Run. Run. <laughs> what advice do you have? Because like I think you've been you're doing you're dealing with the wedding invite drama stuff, right, Adam? Like, what advice do you how did you handle that, Taylor? Um, we didn't necessarily have a ton of drama surrounding like there were very few things that we fought about as far as the wedding. We we had very different opinions in the beginning. And then I was one of these where we really just kind of sat down and said, okay, what are deal breakers for you? These are deal breakers for me. How can we make these two things where we can combine these two deal breakers? And then the other stuff just kind of fell into place. What was one of his deal breakers? One of his deal breakers was... (laughs) um, one of his deal breakers was he definitely wanted to incorporate a lot of our nerd stuff into like the reception. Mm-hmm. So there was like the mini statues that, um, which he had a couple of like statues that he had had or like little figurines and stuff. And we used those in the centerpieces. We had like hurricane candle um, containers with like uh, different colored stones in them and stuff like that. They were kind of in the different stones. So that way there was one table that was all Star Wars stuff. There was a table that had Wonder Woman stuff. There was a table that had Star Wars, that had Harry Potter stuff. There was, it was things like that. And that was sort of important to him, which is, uh, I I agree with, but it was some of the things that he picked that I was a little like, "Ah, do we need to put that on our wedding, like reception table? What was your cake topper? Our cake right. topper was Please Chip and Dale. Okay. And by that, I, of course, mean strippers. When <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, really quickly before we go to Adam's uh, uh, thing, what 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 were you, what was your deal breaker? The song, the, uh, the our first song, which oh. which he eventually was uh, he was like, oh yeah, no, absolutely, and but now he's like, gotten to where he can't hear if he hears that song, he starts to cry. But, so, uh, yeah. well, so if I really want to get him, I just kind of like hit play when we're in the car, and I just he'll be looking out the window and he'll just go shut it off like that. <laughs> that what was, was the song? Cool. I want it to be butterfly kisses. It's not butterfly kisses. <laughs> Though we have an ongoing joke about that, where because he, he does he occasionally he gives me these like little pecks on the cheek sort of thing, and I'm like, kiss me like a man. Don't do these weird butterfly kisses. So he'll wander around the house afterwards and go butterfly kisses like that because he knows it annoys me. But my our song was uh, to make you feel my love, but it was the Matt Alber version of that. So it's actually two men singing it, and it's a beautiful oh, acoustic cool. version of it. Yes, it's a great, great song. If you want to borrow that for years, Adam, that's totally thanks. Cool. I'm taking notes. What yeah. about you? now, Adam? For you, what about for you? What is uh, what is what are your some of your deal breakers? Have you have you had any kind of big run-ins with your fiance? 
No, we've. I, I, this, you made me realize when it comes to drama. When when he said invitation drama, I was thinking about like people who are like, I can't wait for your wedding, and I'm like, you aren't even on the B list. Like you, that that makes me nervous. Um, that people just think they're coming, but we are getting along well with it. I think we are lucky that we sort of like the same a aesthetic, but also when it comes to like flowers and stuff, that's going to be him. Like, I don't, uh, I don't understand that world. So we sort of have our roles and so far so good. Now, Taylor, now Adam, I don't know. We haven't even met in person yet, so I wouldn't expect this, but Taylor, I have a question for you. Sure. Because when you got married, we didn't know each other as well. Would I be, I want you to be completely honest. Where would I have come on the invite list now? If it was now, if you're getting, if you're playing the invite list now, would I make the list? Would I make the cut? Would I not make the cut? You would have... Uh, um, I want to remind you that Ricky Burton made the cut. I just want to remind you of that. No, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. You were, you were on the list. You were initially on the list when we had a much larger wedding, and we realized that we had to limit it to 35. You, you unfortunately, you were cut, obviously, because you weren't there. Though, one of the funniest... No, you weren't in that picture, but one of the funniest never mind. That that's a whole other story. But you you definitely you were on the original list. Like sure. the if we could have everybody, yeah. who would be and if we could have everybody, yeah. sure. Yeah. Joe, this, yeah. Joe is a part of everybody. Yeah. I was, I was on the there. Kim Fields was on there. <laughs> oh my god, if I could have Tootie from Facts of Life at my yeah. wedding, absolutely yeah. that would happen. Yeah. Um I there's family that wouldn't have been invited if I could have got Kim Fields. <laughs> uh, you definitely you you were in the final cut. I think you you you. But I don't you, care you, about you, then. You were high up. I don't care about then. I care about now. Would I make the thirty five now? And I want to remind You're, you that Ricky Burton was there. Thirty five is at my wedding. Oh, he wasn't. No. Oh, Ricky okay, Burton never was mind. not at my wedding. Oh, then never mind. <laughs> never, mind. never mind. Never mind. It's okay. All right. No. I would, I would definitely, at this point, if it was between you and Ricky Burton, <laughs> absolutely. By the way, I would invite Ricky. Nobody Burton. knows who Ricky Burton. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, let's take a break. Dorothy's ex-husband Stan turns up at the front door with some bad news. Uh, Stan needs major heart surgery, and the girls agree to let him stay with them during his recovery. However, he quickly overstays his welcome. Uh, Taylor, you know, you're the guest here today. What mm-hmm. what were your overall general impressions of this episode, on this rewatch? This was not one of my favorite episodes. I have other episodes that I like much more. Um, and I normally... Stan is one of those characters that I enjoy when Stan is on the show, but this might have been one of my least favorite Stan um, uh, appearances because I don't like the whole idea of – I get that he's a slime ball, I get that he doesn't understand social etiquette, but the fact that he completely took over their lives – and no one was really willing to say anything about it up until like two months, like when he's so deeply enmeshed in everybody. 
it just didn't seem very true to who the girls are. So, I mean, there were some funny lines in this, but it wasn't necessarily my favorite. What about you, Salandra? What are your thoughts here, Adam Salandra? Couldn't agree more. I love it. It's always nice to see a Stan uh, hides me Stan at the door, but he was so fucking annoying this episode that I was watching with Sean, which by the way, is, is Babalu your husband's real nickname or like, did that, was that created on the show, Taylor? Yeah, that's a podcast nickname. Yeah, because I feel like I, I think I feel like he needs a cool name because Sean sounds lame. But for now, we will call him by his name. And uh, he was like, it was like it was a, we were watching a sports, whatever happens in sports. Like he was shouting at the TV, like Stan has to go. It was too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and for somebody who, especially given the way that right before he went into the hospital, he has that whole confession scene to Dorothy. The fact that she was so forgiving and so loving and stuff like that. I understand it's the father of her children, but at some point you got to go someplace else to be taken care of because we're not doing this for you anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what's the point? The children yeah. could have been someone to take care of. Yeah. yeah, that's a very good point. Especially since Michael is a loser and never has a job. <laughs> no, that is a good point. Yeah. <laughs> And Kate's husband is banging, you know, his his uh, secretary or dental or foot. No, he was a foot doctor. I don't so. think we've learned that yet, right? I don't think she, I don't think that's happened yet on the episode. On this yes, episode. it has. That's the second episode where she finds out that oh, she didn't know that he's banging somebody else. Yeah, that yeah, hasn't yeah, happened. Yeah, that hasn't yeah. happened. Oh, okay. spoiler, spoiler alert! alert. Uh, okay, well, let's, let's actually, so let's talk about this. You know, Taylor, you have, well, both of you guys, both of you guys were big fucking whores in your previous lives. Could you, who was your longest relationship, Salandra? Oh my God. Before Sean, which is now 10 years, it was probably longest six weeks. (gasps) So... Truly, every every week that I was still with him, I was like, "This is wild." Yeah, and obviously it worked out. But um, truly, there was there was nothing long before him. You're just waiting for the other shoe to drop any yeah. day now. <laughs> I'm like, okay, now yeah. now Over. ten years is my longest. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, what point did you realize? Okay, this, but you well, I think on a previous episode you said like first date you were in. Well, no, first it was that first date I was not. I was always very like, I didn't know how to date more than one person at a time. So it was more like mm-hmm. we shut it down, but I was constantly like, maybe I had commitment issues that I didn't realize because I was constantly like the, the entire first year, like feeling like the itch, but I kept being like, no, there's something different about him. He treats me really good. And we go, uh, um, and thank God I did do that because I, I, that was 100% youth, uh, that I was smart enough below to like not mess it up because this was much healthier than probably what I thought I wanted at the time. Now, Tay Tay, I think you're almost like a lesbian, right? Like you, you only had long-term relationships. Did you have anything ever super short? Uh, the, the, my, I've had two major relationships in my life. The last one was seven years and okay. I've been with Babalu 13. Yeah. Uh, how long between the seven year and the Babalu was it before you jumped into another one? About a year and a half. And what were you doing during that year and a half? Anything that would do me. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. No, I went through. A, I went. True. I went. I went through a baby horror phase. Oh, so interesting. 
That's a weird way to say that. Yeah, I went, like, I went through because like, a baby more makes it sound like <laughs> child prostitutes. No, I was, uh, I, I went on a sexual walkabout. How about that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. quite the opposite direction, yeah. but crocodile right. undie. But now let me ask you this. Have you seen a crocodile in real life in Florida there, Taylor? No, you would see alligators here in Florida. Crocodiles Taylor, is are. Is there a difference? Yes. Um, cro- alligators have a, a long flat nose where I think crocodiles have a pointy nose. That's how you can tell the difference between a crocodile and an alligator. And I think crocodile, I think alligators are freshwater and crocodiles, I think are brackish water. I think I'm not sure. There's a bunch yes, of different right, man. Have you ever mm-hmm. seen an alligator walking down your street? Not walking down my street. I have seen alligators, uh, in various places. There's a big park, that there's sometimes alligators that would sun themselves. And one time I was, uh, but my last job for hospice, we would go to all these old, like senior communities. Um, and there was an alligator, like sitting right by one of the, you know, they have these like retention ponds and this alligator is like right next to this building where all of these old people live. So I was like, they're gonna, he's going to eat one of these old ladies. <gasps> Oh my gosh! Does that happen Spooky. in Florida a lot, or do they get eat people? People get eat. No, alligators are usually more scared of people. They, they sometimes, unfortunately, grab like dogs. <gasps> like if a dog is too close to, we just had a like a viral video of where a guy, an alligator, grabbed a dog, and the guy went in after the alligator and like beat the crap out of the alligator till it let the dog loose. Like it was like a puppy that he managed to get that he managed to get get away. Yeah, it was it was a couple. Of weeks. It was like right before the holidays. Yeah, I don't watch horrible things, but you know, Adam. <laughs> um, before when Taylor's done coughing, you know, Taylor has coughing fits, and he goes on mute. Taylor, only when I'm with you. Yeah, here's my question. Allergic to you. Here's my question for you then, because you're the one with the seven year relationship. What, what was that guy's? What, okay. was his, what was his podcast name? You're that guy. Uh, Drum. If Drum, Drum Riley Calhoun. If Drum came to your door and was like, "I'm having open heart surgery," like in this situation, what would you do? What would you say? He would be welcome to come here. <gasps> he, could, he would. He could stay here for three months. He and I are still friends. For th- if he needed to stay, he would never stay here for three months. Um, it would be tense at times, I think. Mm-hmm. But if he if he needed to stay here, absolutely he could. And Babalu would be fine with it for a little while at least. And then it might be where it sort of is where. He comes to me, and Babalu comes to me later and goes, "He has to go." But do do and so he, he and Robert Alou have met. Oh yeah, they've met a couple of times, and Robert Alou likes him. Yes, no, there is <clears throat> there is a story where when I that we've told on Pod as my co-pilot, where we all went away with a large group of people for a weekend, and this was really the first time that Babalu had spent any time with Drum, and I got drunk on absinthe. Okay. And was like <clears throat> sloppy drunk. And I was sitting around this huge round table with all of us sitting direct with drum sitting directly next to Babalu and I. And one of the last things that I slurred at is I pointed at Babalu and said, and this is the best piece of ass I've ever had to which Babalu went and we're done. He has to go to bed and like picked me up and like took me up to oh, bed. That's because what I was I said. Let's give him another and, and hear yeah, more. Compliments. I want to hear about that. Now, Salandra, what about you? Um, would would any of your exes uh, be welcome if they had to have open heart surgery? Like, where does your fiance fall on that? Well, 
I think he's pretty secure in it, but like, I don't know that any of my six week relationships would really warrant uh, me being the one to open my home. So let me flip it. What about Sean? Did he have long term relationships before you? I think so. I think he had. What do you mean you think so? You've been with him for 10 years. Well, you forget the details all the time. <laughs> but I think he did. I mean, I know that there was at least one. I, mm-hmm. I, I do know that, but I, okay. I don't know the rest. How would you feel if that person came and, and Sean was like, hey, listen, uh, Larry needs to have open heart surgery and we need him to stick around for a bit in the house? I, I, I would not. I wouldn't be jealous in the least, but it would be annoying. I mean, it'd be annoying for anyone to like. I feel like I, I feel myself getting older in that I just am getting so set in my ways. And a long time. God, yeah. A week I'd be upset. <laughs> Three months is outrageous. Especially waiting on them, waiting on, waiting on them hand and foot like they were with Stan. And, and it being someone like Stan, I don't yeah. know how they did it. And why was Dorothy still okay with the last one to be not okay with it? That was a little strange. That's a very good point. Yeah, I forgot we talked about these episodes. What do you think about that, Taylor? Why do you think Dorothy was... I, I think it had to be there is still that. It, it's clear through the arc of the show that there is still, as much as she can't stand Stan, mm-hmm. there is still a love there for him. And he is still really kind of her first love. He is the father of her children. They were together 38 years, even though he's wasn't a good husband. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he was... I don't know if he was a good provider. I don't know what it was, but... You know, there is sort of that and that he does, despite everything that he did, he even kind of talks about this in the episode. He always did love her, too. So I think that might be why the two of them are willing to tolerate so many of the crazy things that the two of them go through together. Question. So, Landry, you have a book of spells there. Mm-hmm. Uh, did we were there any information in your book of spells? Both of these episodes uh, what I mean is this episode is not was not in it. I don't know why he picks and chooses what's in, but uh, this one wasn't there. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Well, now it's time for – and Taylor doesn't know this. And you, we've gamified this part. It's time for the references. And we're going to do it Hollywood Squares style, okay, which is – Taylor, I'm going to ask you whether you know this person. You can say whether you do or not. If you don't, you're welcome to lie, right? And then <laughs> um, like on Hollywood Squares and then Adam – will say whether he agrees or disagrees. Okay? Like on Hollywood. Okay. Okay, here we go. The first one is they make a Grandma Moses reference. Grandma Moses. Grandma Moses was a, I believe she was a painter who was, uh, I don't know exactly what she painted, but she was known to be a painter and she was an old woman, which is why they called her Grandma Moses. Adam, are you going to agree with that or disagree? Um, I kind of feel like Taylor will know all these, but for some reason I'm going to disagree. That doesn't feel right to me. You're going to No, he's a hundred percent right. She okay, I should like I want to say like early to mid 20th century painter. She was she she started very late. I think she had like a whole life where she raised kids and stuff like that, and then got into painting super late, and then uh, was like super revered. Grandma Moses. All right, next one. Merv Griffin. Merv Griffith, Merv Griffith Griffin was a talk show host in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and I believe he also is he was a television producer, and he was responsible for TV shows like Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Do you want? Oh, that's that. Now look, if that, yeah, that's pretty detailed. Adam Salandra, going to you now. Are you going to agree or disagree? Yes, I certainly agree. 
You agree? Ah, that's true. Now, did you know that already, Adam, or you were guessing there? I knew I was going to say host, and I actually did know about like the Jeopardy and all that, but I forgot that. But when Taylor said it, I, I knew. John Cameron Swayze. John Cameron Swayze. Taylor. John Cameron Swayze is um, – he, he was a famous Hollywood director, and he is also the father of Patrick Swayze. Uh, what are you going to say about that, Salandra? I'll say I agree. But I didn't know it. If it's I, true. I don't know on that one. Is that true, Adam? I'm Taylor? I forgot to look that no, one up. No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they've made a John Cameron Swayze joke in the past, though. Uh, John Cameron Swayze was an American news commentator and game show panelist during the 1940s and 50s who later became known as a product spokesman. I think they made a joke about him in season one. Uh, later became okay. known as a product spokesman. Let me see if he has any relation to Patrick Swayze, though. Uh, no, because it says one children, one son, one daughter. I feel like – but I feel that there is a relation. Let me see here. Swayze and the actor brothers Patrick Swayze and Don Swayze were six cousins once removed. Six nope, we'll see. Then I was kind of right. Yeah, maybe All not right. father and son. Six okay, so so far, Sammy Davis Jr. Sammy Davis Jr. Taylor. Sammy Davis Jr. was a member of the Rat Pack, and he was best known for the songs. Oh God, what was the name of that one song? There's the Candyman. Yeah, but um, I think also I Gotta Be Me. Oh, that's uh, right. is another yeah. uh-huh. that is is another song of his. And they, they reference him because he had a way of talking where he's like, that's cool, babe. You know, like he was like a really yeah. like, like a Vegas kind of guy. Are you going to agree with that, uh, Salandra, or no? Yes, yes, because I knew it to be true. Oh, all right. And finally, they make an oblique reference. Oblique. They don't outwardly say it, but they make a reference to Magic Johnson, Taylor. Magic Johnson is was a member of the Los Angeles Lakers through the 80s and 90s. And he, I believe, eventually retired from basketball when he revealed that he was HIV positive. Salandra. That's definitely true. But I was sitting here thinking you were saying they made an oblique reference. And I was like, oh, is oblique like a, a music group from the 80s? Or That sounds like it would be like it's like oblique. There probably is a group called oblique somewhere. I'm sure. I'm sure. But, but yes, that is true. All right. No special guest stars except for Stan this episode. Uh, and we've covered him before in the past. All right. Now it's time for the time capsule. This episode originally aired on January 10th, 1987. In the week between the last episode and this episode, President Ronald Reagan undergoes prostate surgery, raising concerns about his health and the Dow Jones top 2000 for the first time. I don't know what that means. Uh, but, uh, Taylor, let's go to the cheesecakes. How many cheesecakes are you giving this episode? Out of 10? Is that how many we give? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, well, you could have modified the cheesecake ratio. I don't know. Um, I would give this a five. This is just sort of a middle of the road. There are some funny lines in there. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the My favorite line, I think, is Sophia when she opens the door and the twins are standing there. And she says, we're here to see Blanche. And she says, oh, she must be back on the vitamins. I did laugh out loud at that. Uh-huh. So that's my favorite. Wait, line. that reminds me quickly. The twins, could, were there just no twins of that age they could find? Because those were not actors. Not, they, not even yeah. just bad actors. They were, they were like, like audience members. Yeah. Yeah. Something wasn't right there. 
Right. Yeah, there was something going on there. You're right. That was that was very, very, very strange. Uh, they're not. I, I I didn't have a credit list for them either. So I'm sure they're on so there. there they had lines. They had lines. But but for some reason that episode isn't on the wiki on the main list of the wiki, and so it's harder Even to get information. I don't know why. I don't know why. It's very strange. Uh, also, another thing that I noticed is, you know, the characters of Sophia and Dorothy are supposedly Italian, but the actresses are very Jewish. Okay, B. Yes. Arthur and Estelle Getty. I think the writers forgot that this episode and Sophia was extra Jewish in the kitchen. I when she's talking about the bagels. Yes, yes, that whole scene felt very much. I'm like, these are three Jewish actors that were, well, was Stan supposed to be Italian? Zbornak no, isn't no, an Italian name, isn't Italian that? No, Polish. No, no, you're a lot of Italians on the Shady Pines because you're Italian too, Taylor. And Salandra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only thing I could think is that maybe that was her New Yorkness, where the bagels are huge. In New I York. would get that, but then she was going with the sour pickles and like yes, and like, it, was, oh, it was it was Jewish. For yeah, sure. I'm yeah. Italian and Jewish, so let me tell you. Yeah, it's confusing. He's both a Dorothy and a B. That's what right. We learned. What a blessing! I wish. Oh, I know. If only, if only. Uh, cheesecakes. Uh, Adam, how many do you give it? Five. Which is my lowest, except for the first two weeks when I didn't actually know how to do it. Yeah, I'm going to agree. I think this is a five episode. It's a five. Also, it's a random ending. Like, there's no button on it. Yeah, yeah it ended no on a weird note. Yeah, it was just like, get out. And then she just closes the door and he just sits there and see the end of the episode. It was really, really weird. <laughs> All right. Well, boys, uh, Taylor, hopefully you come back next week. Um, oh, I'd love to see you. Yeah, that'd be I great. That'd be fantastic. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, Adam, thank you for being a friend. Thank you. See you at Wolfies. Thank you for listening to Shady Pines. You can find... By the way, there was a Wolfies reference in this episode, too. I wanted to mention, and I forgot. Adam Salandra on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Salandra. That's A-D-A-M-S-A-L-A-N-D-R-A. You can find Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Shady Pines is an Afterthought Media podcast. 